I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd alert! Hello there, it's Obi John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcasting, and welcome to an all new, all made up nerd alert. Uh, today is going to be fun because the uh, the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Uh, none of us are really properly prepped for this, even though it was my topic. I still didn't really prep for it because I've been up since 5 a.m. This is going to be a fun show, kids. First, let me introduce the people who are going to be helping keeping me awake during this entire show, because I literally fell asleep standing up at work today. First off, we're getting crazy, kids. We're swapping things up, because first of all, my new right-hand man, the man who's going to keep the nerd in the top nerdy team, the man who's here to learn you something, whether you want to or not, it's the Doc? Yeah, right? Crazy, I know. Uh, So... I'm going to do my best uh, Scott impersonation. Something interesting came across my news feed recently. Like verbatim. Uh, if, if I asked you guys what the word dart meant to you, what would you say? A weird game played in pubs. Okay. okay. Uh, 1967 automobile made by Dodge that was the, one of the first to use push-button transmissions. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, so before There's I get Scott to that, I'm gonna... his actual title. Sorry. <laughs> before I get to that, I'm going to rewind just a second and I'm going to say, do you remember the scene in Armageddon where they're sitting around the table trying to plot ways to stop an asteroid from hitting Earth? Vaguely. And, you know, the, yeah. the one guy's like, if you deploy this giant Mylar sail, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sails. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we'll be caught by these sales. So somebody watched that scene and went, well, what the hell are we going to do if something happens? Fast forward back to DART. DART stands for the, hold on, hold on, where'd it go? The double asteroid. Whoa, whoa, hold on. I don't want to hear about Judge Janine. Jesus. Okay, sorry. I had an ad pop up in my ear. Okay. (laughs) DART stands for the Double Asteroid Redirect Test. And on November 24th of 2021, at 1.20 a.m. Eastern Time, Of the New York Library. Sorry. uh, (laughs) They launched the DART spacecraft... Um, using a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket to put it in orbit 
until this double asteroid system came close enough for them to ram dart into one of the asteroids. So it's a double asteroid system because a smaller asteroid uh, is orbiting a larger one. So uh, Didym Didymos, Didymos, I think, Didymos, D-I-D-Y-M-O-S is the larger one. Dimorphos is the little baby moonlit orbiting the big one. And NASA is going to fire their dart at the little one and then check to see if it changed its orbit around the bigger one. Uh, thus confirming the ability of a spacecraft to redirect an asteroid. That's cool. But it gets better. It gets but wait, there's more. It gets more nerdy. So this is set to happen on September 26th, approximately. Uh, and to record this stupendous event, uh, NASA partnered with an Italian space agency. And DART was equipped with a tiny little satellite the size of a cereal box called the Lycia Cube, L-I-C-I-A Cube, Lycia Cube, to record it. The Lycia Cube has two cameras on it. The Lycia Cube Unit Key Explorer. I'll say that again, Lycia Cube Unit Key Explorer. And the Lycia Cube Explorer Imaging for Asteroid. Say that again, Lycia Cube Explorer Imaging for Asteroid. So the two cameras are named Luke and Leia. Nice. There you go. Nice. My nerd fact. Uh, apparently the DART spacecraft is going to ram into the little asteroid at a speed of four miles per second. So our protection from asteroids is just to ram a space drone into it? Yes. You know, I might not say a lot of nice things about Reagan, but that whole laser Star Wars thing is looking pretty cool right now. If our, <laughs> our modern solution is, I don't know, fucking throw a drone at it? Well, the Strategic Defense Initiative wasn't against asteroids. That was against incoming uh, ICBMs. Yeah, but it's lasers in space. We can shoot anything with it, Scott. Again, get your science out of my fiction. So, I just... that. I thought that was super interesting. I really did. I was like, that's cool. They actually are testing this theory. Um, and it's really going to put some physics to the test of a small object moving incredibly fast, changing the the orbit of a much larger object. So, I guess we'll, well thank you, how it goes. <laughs> Yeah. We'll have to update us how that goes. And rounding out our terrible trio, the man who's joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps via um, quantum wormhole, uh, some kind of like extreme wormhole. Joining us via the wormhole extreme, ladies and gentlemen, Commander Scott. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> Don't make me hungry. 
Fun story. I was watching that movie with my mom because she's slowly going through the MCU. Uh, and, and she legit lost it when that line came up. Um, it was it was the first time she got a Marvel reference. Wow. I picked that one because of what we're talking about tonight. I, I might I might old man some stuff tonight. I might have some. Might that's have some I don't know. That's why we have you around. You are the uh, the Rick to our Morty, Scott. Uh, and that you drink way too much, but look good in a lab coat, so it balances out. Well, way too much is a. <laughs> it's a I, I was I gonna say he's, he's joining us from somewhere in time and space via a Klingon bird of prey that hit warp nine around the sun. Anyway, blowing right past that <laughs> reference because we're not going there tonight. Well, we have way too much to cover. Well, te- technically, technically, they never actually give a speed to it. You know, uh, literally, the, the line warp. is the the line is you pick up enough speed, you're in time warp. You don't, you're fried. Um, but you know, uh, given given the fact that they were in a Klingon bird of prey, and you know, the they had you know the 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 mass and everything, the the added mass of the uh, um, uh, the whales uh, and, and everything. Uh, uh, acceleration was no longer a constant in that one so uh yeah the, the whole warp nine thing was just uh, i swear to god a, we're not talking about math this week i swear to god as much as you I two keep like, trying to make it i feel like they missed a golden opportunity in that movie to play let's do the time warp again no Okay, Star Trek Four sucks. We'll get to that later. Uh, what we're actually here to talk about today, in case you missed it, uh, this past, well, at the time of this recording, this past weekend, was the D23 Expo. And if you've never heard of that, don't worry. Until recently, it was kind of not really a big thing. Uh, D23 Expo was put on roughly every other year by, you guessed it, Disney. Uh, and it's sort of their one company uh expo of all the cool shit disney has coming down the pipeline and all the various things disney has their hands in uh movies streaming series uh, new stuff coming to the parks all you know whatever disney has their hands in they're 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 here to announce and show off it kind of started as a thing for like investors uh to kind of you know show the strength of the company but disney being what it is it's now a thing you can get tickets to and go to and it's at the i think the anaheim convention center uh, there's like uh, uh, museum uh, 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 walkthroughs and things like that to go through. There's exclusive merch to D23. It's a thing, you know. Disney found a way to make money off it like they always do. Uh, but what we're actually here to talk about is all the stuff that was mentioned specifically when it comes to, and I'm going to use this term loosely, the movies side of D23. I'm saying movies in air quotes, but you can't see that because there's also a lot of streaming stuff on here because Disney Plus is a thing and it will always be a thing so there's three big categories i have these broken up in lucasfilm marvel and then disney in general and we're going to start with because it's what i have first on my list lucasfilm so we're going to be talking about all the things lucasfilm showed or talked about uh and maybe some things they didn't talk about uh, we're going to start with uh what's coming closest to time this recording we got our new fresh look at uh, a series I may owe an apology to, Andor. Uh, did you guys watch the new trailer? And if so, what do you think about Andor prior to it launching next week? That one I did not get a chance to watch. 
You start with the one I did not, I, I hadn't found. So first of all, the internet is annoying because it's full of fakes. And there's no easy way at all to tell what's fake and what's not. Nothing, no, no, nothing you can look at at a glance that will tell. No you. indicator of authorship. No, no not indicator, all yet. yeah, of authorship or you know who's posting what at all. Um, yeah. Uh, so I just kept watching crappy fan made stuff all day, all day. Uh, yeah, Scott, I take a little bit of the blame for that. Uh, so the list I sent uh, everyone for the show this week. It was literally just my own personal list of trying to keep track of what was announced. And I did not really indicate. Like, I think I wrote down, uh, later down on here, I have Ant-Man footage. We didn't get to see that. People at the Expo got to see it, but we didn't get to see it. So if Scott was online trying to find D23 Ant-Man footage, he probably stepped into a lot of internet landmines of shit people threw up there and said it was footage. Uh, likewise, with some other stuff down the list. So partially, Scott, I take the hit for that. I didn't indicate what was actually, like, this trailer got released online, and you can go look at it. So, my bad. I don't know what it is. I mean, I can watch it now, but you're going to have to listen to it. Because that's just <laughs> not rig is set up. <clears throat> no, we won't do that to the audience. Um, so, uh, we'll keep it brief then. So, Andor is the series that revolves around Cassie and Andor from Star Wars Rogue One. When it was originally announced, it was one of those characters where I thought, okay, I can see some story coming from there. That, that's interesting. He's he's a, a spy working for the Rebellion before it's really the Rebellion. Uh, and, you know, he's he's in that very moral gray area. Uh, he's, he's done some bad things in, in service to a greater good, and it could be interesting to watch that. Then they announced that the best character from Star Wars Rogue One, K2SO, would not be in the first season of the Cassian Andor show, to which I automatically said, well, I don't care anymore. You lost me. Uh, that being said, uh, each subsequent trailer we've seen from this project has got me more and more interested in it. Um, they've put a really cool cast around um, uh, uh, Cassian um, with some interesting, I, I don't even know who they are exactly, uh, some interesting looking characters. And the, the tone and the vibe, at least from what the trailers indicates, this looks like it's going to be much more in keeping with the tone of Rogue One, where it's, hey, it's called Star Wars. Why don't we make a war movie set in Star Wars? And I feel like this is, it gives me a very, very like World War II Nazi spy drama feel to it. Only, you know, obviously insert uh, Empire instead of Nazis. I don't know if anyone's ever made that comparison before, but, you know, the Empire's kind of space Nazis. You heard it here first, folks. Um, yeah, everything I see from it gets me a little more, more and more interested. Um, it's a longer season i think they're doing like 16 episodes or something like that um which yeah which i was a little like oh wow that's a lot of uh you better have a lot of story to tell that's a, that's a big but they're dropping like the first three episodes uh on day one uh, so that's a little uh, more it gives you a little more foothold so from from what i have seen you know I, like i said i i do love k2so he, he is uh great uh i mean just you get that wonderful dry delivery from alan tunick uh, I would not be surprised if we do see K2SO show up at the end of this, like the last episode or something. Like that's where K2SO is acquired, you know. They made mentions but, of bringing him in for a second season. Yeah, and then, um, and then going into well, the second season, you would let, have... let's see how the first season goes first. Disney. That was my thoughts too, uh, Doc. Like, <laughs> Is, I, don't tell me you're already putting stuff in the second season. I don't even know if I like season one yet. Yeah, I, like I, I, I've seen the trailer, and I get what you're saying. It's like a spy. Like that's what Cassie and Andor is—is is a spy, like, mm -hmm. basically. 
yeah, he gets asked to like put a hit out on um, uh, Jenner or no, not Jenner. So what's his name? Galen or so, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. like f- he's a spy. That's what he's doing for the yeah. rebels. Is he's spying? Yeah, and yeah, you know, and it's like okay, cool. And I'll 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 watch it to see what happens and what transpires because I I really like Star Wars and I'll watch anything with the Star Wars title at least once. Looking at you, Obi Wan. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's what you want to point to. <laughs> well. But we're going to talk like, weak Star Wars series. Let's go book of Boba Fett. Well, that's true at least Obi Wan was in his entire show. That's fa- that's fair. But, that's a fair point. But but at the same time, but at the same time, you know, if you go into this wanting to put, hey, let's let's make sure we get everything that we can possibly get, you know, into this season one because we don't know how it's going to be and we don't know if we're going to get a season two and we've got nothing to go forward with or anything, you know, uh, there's nothing we can tease, there's nothing we can build toward. Um, That's how you get shit like the Green Lantern, you know, where you just throw everything with the kitchen sink into your one and only attempt. Um yeah, if, if they, they if they withhold K2SO from the first season, you know, uh, and say, yes, we plan to bring him possibly into the second season if we get a second season and such, then, you know, we're just going to try and tell a good story without thinking we have to jam everything but the kitchen sink into it. Then you have something to build on and build toward, and you're not just vomiting shit out that everybody wants to see and making a mess and mucking up the story. Yeah. So that makes Fair me point. feel a little better. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm just that's why I'm saying I'm gonna wait and see how it is before, you know, jumping to any conclusions. I'm going in with zero expectations for this show. I think yeah. it looks like it's it'll be different from the other Star Trek shows we've had. Uh, I think I, I can. Sorry, Star Wars shows. I told you up since 5 a.m. Um, I think it'll be genuinely different from the other Star Wars shows we've got in, in tone and feel. We may actually have a shot at not seeing a Jedi at all in this series uh, or a lightsaber even. Um, maybe a Vader cameo somewhere down the line. Uh, my only concern, my only kind of holdout is the time period it's set in. This is pre-episode four, post-episode three. It's the how the rebellion came to be, which we've we've gotten a lot of shows set in and around this time period. And anytime we go back to the well of the original trilogy, I get a little iffy. Uh, I don't think this will have any, you know, Inquisitor coming to assassinate young Luke on the farm kind of shit. Um, but I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, to be fair, uh, Rogue One is one of my favorite of the. Uh... Uh, this uh, actually, I, I don't know. One of my favorite of this, the the Disney saga, era, not the saga movies, but what are they called? Uh, the spinoffs, Skywalker saga. No, not spinoff. Anyway, Jason. now there's a term for it, and, Near and, Earth and I, can't, I can't remember uh, what it is right now. But basically, there's only two. There's Rogue One, and there's there's Solo. Uh, uh, I, saying that it's one of my favorites of those is not accurate because I liked both of them. <laughs> uh, I like them a lot better than the sequel trilogy. Um, it's your favorite so, of the Disney era. So far. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, Cause I also love solo as well, but mm-hmm. um, 
you know, you know, it was set there, and Rogue One is, to my knowledge, the only Star Wars property that we have had no on-screen reference to a Jedi at all. Or there's reference sorry, to no, sorry, Solo is the only one where, okay. he, where we have no Jedi reference at all. Yes. Um. And but but Rogue One does very well in that era. And Solo almost made it without sharing a lightsaber too. So close. Where's where's the lightsaber in Solo? The very end. Um. What's her name? Uh, Kira has a hologram conversation with somebody did, did, who did has to light Darian. up a lightsaber just to make sure everyone knows who it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Dardari- Daenerys Targaryen is talking yes. to um, Toad from X Men. Yeah, Toad from X Men uh, has, has to show his double bladed lightsaber just so everyone knows who he is. Yeah, uh, almost me. Yeah, and, and and also, I mean, you know, Rebels gives us great, you know, the rebellion before the rebellion pre. Uh, mm-hmm. original trilogy post you know uh episode three story uh and everything so i'm fine with andor being where it's at and the Again, era i'm not is- saying that that's a death an automatic death note i'm just saying anytime we get we start butting up against original trilogy for disney stuff for me now i get a little worried uh rogue one was far enough rogue one was great because it, it kept itself self-contained uh, you can you can watch Rogue One and it ties together with the events. You could never see Rogue One and it won't affect uh, how you watch A New Hope uh, because it ties itself off. It literally kills everybody off. So, ah, oh, why didn't we never hear about Jyn Erso later on? Oh, she's dead. That's why. Spoiler for me, it's been out for like however many years. But uh, again, uh, I'm not saying it's an automatic, you know, thumbs down for me, but it makes me a little iffy. I think though it's okay because it's I know it's in that time frame but I, to me it's not really butting up against the original trilogy because we know what happens in Rogue One. So like the events of Andor have to come to a conclusion before Rogue One. You would think. So I I don't think it's that close. Again, I'm not saying it's an automatic thumbs down for me. I'm just saying that makes me a little weary. So, Listen, as long as it doesn't involve saving young Leia. Yeah, yeah. How long does Jedi this go on before we knows. get a Leia cameo? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they love throwing those characters in for no reason. Like, if we stick with just Mon Mothma and and how the rebellion started as a bunch of different separate rebellions, sort of like uh, the whole Fulcrum thing and Rebels, uh, and each cell doesn't really know about each other. And, and you know, we there's cool stuff you can do in that time period. Uh, but the longer this goes on, the more that temptation is going to be there to throw in original trilogy characters, yeah. you know, or a crappy CGI Peter Cushing, um, and, and a Vader cameo, love, and a Leia cameo, and a. I love Tarkin in Rogue One. I don't care what you say. Tarkin was great. The more they kept showing him, the worse he looked. Though, uh, though I do agree that we we don't need any we don't need any references to the saga stuff. Let the Skywalker saga just die. Uh, let it rest on what we kill got. it if you have to. Oh wait, and and then you know, uh, uh, yes, uh, we we should definitely kill off the Skywalker saga completely in a. In, what are we going to title it? Oh yeah, the rise of Skywalker. Oh no, sir, the death of that was uh, Last Jedi. But anyway, but anyway, we're talking about new stuff. New stuff. Yeah. Yes. So, so I'm going to shift gears. Something I am half me about and half super pumped about. 
that is a new animated series that I think will be a limited series called Tales of the Jedi. Six episodes, two different storylines. One storyline dealing with younger Ahsoka joining the Jedi Order. I love Ahsoka. I'm getting a little tired of Ahsoka. She's about to get an entire show to herself. I don't know why she needs half of an anthology series to fill in more of her backstory. But hey, it's presumably Dave Filoni and Ahsoka. I'll watch it. The other part that I'm super pumped about is a storyline involving Dooku while he's still a Jedi with his Padawan, Qui-Gon Jinn. Maybe uh, watch that trailer. I did watch that yeah, trailer. I watched that okay. trailer twice. Okay. I'm, I'm very meh about it. Eh? Really? Hit us with us, Scott. So I'm 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 with you. Um I don't as much as I do love Ahsoka and I do uh, love Ashley Eckstein, is that how you Yes. Nailed it in one. Uh, coming back as as Ahsoka, which she should have done in Mando season two. That's a discussion for a different time. It's just me. Um, you know, I'm fine with it. That scene that, that we get with her uh, is is, and and you can tell that the scene with her training on, is literally supposed to be. It, it it it's designed and engineered from the ground up to be Anakin Skywalker inadvertently training her to survive order 66 like literally that entire scene is her in training to survive order 66 it's but but i'm fine with it i loved it i thought it was great uh yeah. i am with you though i'm i'm looking forward to seeing the dooku qui-gon storyline because i'm curious how much it's gonna butt up against uh, the 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 novel that we get that flashes back to when Qui Gon's a a Padawan and and Dooku turns him on to the uh, the prophecies that directly lead into his motivations going into Episode One. Hey, you know? I've read that book. You have read that book, and I'm proud of you for it. It's a good book. Um, but yeah, and I feel like because they're calling it an anthology series. But the way the trailer feels to me, the trailer feels like we're gonna get two parallel stories, like a like a like a uh, uh, Godfather uh, Part Two thing, where we're watching Ahsoka and Qui Gon at the same point in their training. I don't even think it'll be that. I think we're literally gonna get like old school um, Clone Wars, where it'll be a three episode storyline with Ahsoka, and then a completely separate three episode storyline with. Dooku and, and Qui-Gon? See, I don't know. The way the trailer was set up, and trailers can be deceiving, and I get that. So uh, I was I was getting a vibe of we're going to watch, you know, Ahsoka a little bit, then Qui-Gon a little bit, then Ahsoka and Qui-Gon, and Ahsoka and Qui-Gon, and we're going to follow these two parallel journeys. Uh, and they're going to kind of like weave a thread that ties back in together type thing. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. You are such a negative Nancy. You know that? Nothing, nothing excites you, know you there, Jay? I'll watch it because, again, it's Star Wars. But we already had a new animated series, and we haven't had a second season of that yet. It's so coming. maybe let's table the whole, ooh, Tales of the Jedi. Today, Qui-Gon Jinn and Count Dooku encounter some people on a planet. Give me, give me Bad Batch season two. First of all, first of all, where the hell has that announcer voice been this entire show? 
<laughs> You're just now pulling that out? I'm going to remember it's just, that. It's, Second of all, Bad Batch Season 2 is coming in February, sir. Yeah. That's I great. Think. Okay, so then I'll watch that in February, but yeah. don't be like, hey, here, you know. Okay, it's okay. like that. Okay. We're it's saying like it's not somebody... one or the other. They're doing both of them. Yeah, okay. okay. I get it. So... I get it. But it's like taking this like like doll and slapping it in somebody's face and being like, look at look at it. Look okay. at what I got. Look at it. Okay. Look yeah, that's up. that's D twenty three in a nutshell, sir. Yeah, okay. So so just 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 for everybody's clarification, the doc does not like it when a company holds an entire announcement celebration day and they actually give you announcements. They want you to just cover what's already been exposed and and fully on board, sir. So for D twenty four, is there a D twenty four? I don't know. Uh, for the next one, Disney, I only want you to tell us about shit we already know. No announcing for you, bad Disney. Don't announce. That'll be, that'll, that'll be most of the Marvel panel. <laughs> just you know, just just uh, just be like, hey, here's something that's gonna happen eventually, and announce it when it's relevant you know and don't just be like hey this is gonna happen sometimes sometime like what what are you defining as when it's relevant the week before the day before month before yeah what's your attention span definitely not as far out as some of these things go how far out is tales of the jedi i didn't write down release dates for most of this stuff I don't think they had release Sometime dates. next year. Oh, yeah. even better. They don't have release dates. Oh, sometime if, next if, year. Andor is yeah. next week. The thing yeah. we're about to talk about is February. I think they just pushed back um, Bad Batch Season 2. It was supposed to end or premiere end of this year, and it got pushed back to beginning of next year. Yeah, because uh, they were busy making Tales of the, Je- Tales of the Jedi. No, you realize it's not like, You realize it's not the same people making both. Yeah, it's not the same twelve people making every Star Wars show. Yeah, but you are you telling me that Disney just didn't go, hey, this guy has a great idea. Let's hit pause on this show that we already have working with storylines to make a six episode thing that's got Jedi in it because Jedi, Jedi, Jedi. There, there's the reason. Jedi, that's why Jay's butt hurt. Jedi. He doesn't care about. Yes. He doesn't want to see any more Jedi. He wants yes. his troopers. That is that is why hit on it. Yes, yes. Exactly. First of all. Bad Batch is like three times as long as Tales of the Jedi, so the reason it's still in production is there's that much more, many more episodes to go on it, Jay. Jedi. Um, also, also, I think somebody's got a little bit of uh, lightsaber envy going I on. Think so, Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think so uh, mm-hmm. Jedi, 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 mm-hmm. Obi Wan. I mean, Jedi. don't get me wrong. It's cute that uh, what's his name from Bad Batch has his little knifey thingy. That's that's cute and all, but lightsaber. Jedi, Jedi, Jedi. Jedi, so, moving on to something that will have no Jedi or lightsabers in it at all whatsoever, I am totally certain of. Mandalorian Season 3 finally has a trailer and a release date. Yay. You excited about that, Jay? Yeah, I like Mando. Really? Okay. It's got Jedi in it, Jay. That's <laughs> last season. <laughs> Luke was in the last... Well, no, Luke was in... Uh, Boba yeah, he was, in the he was also season. in the last season, yeah. He was in the last season. So you hated... The last season that and the show that he took over, yeah. yeah so, so you hated that entire last episode, Jay. Just hated it, right? Just no. Pure no. bullshit for you, right? No, what I hate... What I hate is somebody being like, hey, guess what's going to happen in like two and a half years? So... I don't think we tease anything that far out. Yeah, I think everything, right. everything, everything we're talking about that, is coming within the next, next twenty-four year. months because 
in within two years will be the next big Disney release thing. So they're just talking about everything in the next 24 months. Got it. Well, Man- Mando okay, is it. February. Right. Got it. Okay. All right. So, Scott, uh, were you excited for the Mando season three trailer? What did you like? What didn't you like? Uh, actually, I, I, I have to say I, I did uh, as much as I'm kind of with Jay, as much as I uh, I, I liked the the, uh, the the Tales from the Jedi uh, trailer. Um, I am a little bit uh, in, in Jay's camp with that uh, in, in the fact that I got a lot of those characters with Clone Wars and such. And I know these are going to be mm-hmm. a different type of story, but I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It'd be interesting to see, you know, some stuff again, you know, Dooku before, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, the Mando season three trailer, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to see more Mando. I want to I want to see where that story goes. Uh, the fact that we got what I assume is the destroyed capital city on Man- Mandalore. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, we get we With get Bo-Katan that. sitting on the throne. Bo-Katan sitting on the throne. In Chastising that, Mando in, in for that, where oh, were you? Yep. Yes. Yes. Multiple, multiple Mandos. Yes. Different clans even from the markings on their, their armor. Well, and, and in all honesty, if you look at this trailer and you look at the context of where they're coming from and what's going on in that trailer, the title The Mandalorian takes on a different meaning, in my opinion, a little bit, because uh, up until this point, we you know, it's, it's, it's always been referred to if you see more than one Mandalorian there, you just put the S on it to make it plural Mandalorians. But what if, what if the Mandalorian title is meant to be plural, just like you know, moose or uh, geese yes. or something? So you mm-hmm. know, the Mandalorian. So it's like as a race, you know, the Mandalorian race. You know, okay, I got what you're saying. We're, we're expanding the scope beyond just Mando mm-hmm. and to everything uh, and 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 all that good stuff. Uh, and yeah, I was. Uh, right now, I was I was pumped uh, about Mando season three. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just the fact that uh, 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 the one character and I forget who it was was talking to Grogu and and calls Mando your dad. Bo-Katan. That was Bo-Katan, Yeah, that, it was Bo-Katan? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only you think your father was the only Mandalorian? Yeah, uh, I think she actually used the term dad. Okay. And I think she I think says, says, well, maybe. I think she says dad. And I, th- I think, I don't know, I think I like the the, 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 wor- the use of the word and the choice of the word dad over father. Because, I, yeah, I, f- I feel like it's a, uh, uh, I feel like it's a jab. Like she's taking a jab at him. That's what yeah. I thought. Um, like, but, oh, you thought your dad was the only Mandalorian? Uh, so. I'm hoping we'll see how Bo-Katan lost the Darksaber. Because that's still a big chunk we haven't seen. If for no other reason than it gives us more of um, um, Moff Gideon. And anything with Moff Gideon is awesome. Well, she also has to get the Darksaber from Mando. Does she? Yeah. Does that have to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think the story (laughs) we're building up to is she's not the person who should be leading uh, the Mandalorians to reclaim their planet. Uh, I think that's, that's, that's what his whole journey, the entire two and a half seasons uh, of, of the show so far. And the half is the see, episodes of Boba Fett he took over. Um, yeah. It's been his journey of what does it mean to be Mandalorian? What does it and, mean? 
he's he he at this point i would argue is better equipped to reunite the clans and retake mandalore reclaim mandalore than bo katan is because bo katan at this point very very um um what's the word stuck in our ways yeah i'm not well, i'm not disagreeing with any of that i'm saying she has to physically get the dark saber from him in order to lose it or to oh. gift it to um what's her name what's her face no, 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 no. She sure. has the Darksaber the last time we see it in continuity before Mandalorian, and then all of a sudden Moff Gideon shows up with it. How she lost it to him, we don't know. Oh, yeah. I thought you are Okay, all right. See, because he... All right. Cause no, the backstory of how she lost it to Moff Gideon. Is yeah, gotcha. Because okay. at the end of... Uh, at, uh, the last time we saw it, she was gifted it by uh, Sabine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next before thing, the whole it has to be one bullshit was thrown in there well no not necessarily i mean yes yes feloni can backpedal as much as you want on it that's some shit they added later uh, because because her mom sabine's mom says you won the dark saber in combat and she's like no i took it from all she's like well then you don't actually have a right to it the reason that that's fine but then she bo katan has yeah. no more right than she did because no. she just hands it to her no no and 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 I will agree that this this little caveat here is kind of shoehorned in. I'll give you that. Uh, but uh, Bo-Katan had never lost it in combat, so she doesn't have to win it in combat. She can be gifted it. Whatever. Now, Point being, it's some lost. bullshit Harry Potter Elder Wand crap. Well, you know what? Not everybody can be, you know... Uh, forthcoming enough to write everything perfectly before anything is fucking shot. Yeah, all right. You know what? You know what, John? There what? could be only one. Uh, okay. Hi, Highlander. But anyway. Um <laughs> well but, there you go then. <laughs> yeah, well, because I mean wait no. There we are then. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, because Mando's entire kind of story arc throughout thus far and going into this has been very Arthurian. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and yeah, with the whole, what does it mean to be Mandalorian and him being somewhat of an outsider and everything, especially if you look at it in context of the once and future King, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, I'm going to say this and, and you're going to be a little, it's going to be a little weird, but the, um, the role of Merlin story-wise is being fulfilled by Grogu because that's the catalyst that's getting him to look at the world through different eyes, which okay. is, which is entirely what Merlin that. That's the purpose of Merlin in the Once and Future King. Uh, it's not to do magic. It's yeah. not to do anything. It, it's literally just to take this, this, this. At young... least in Sword in the Stone, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and even in Once in the Future King, he, he does it. Sword in the Stone. I was saying in in the book, the Sword in the Stone, which is part of oh. the Once in the Future yeah. King. Yeah, yeah, in 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 both of those, you know, the the, the whole point of Merlin is, is to get Arthur to to look at the world through different eyes and to mm-hmm. see things differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and story wise, story archetype wise, that's what Grogu is, is fulfilling in, in the Mandalorian. Hey, so, hey, Scott. Yes. Scott, could you say that 
the Mandalorian has crossed the Arthurian plane. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Not unless you can define to me what the Arthurian plane is. Okay, moving right along, because we've got a lot of shit to cover. So, rapid fire, here we go. Um, There were no updates on any Star Wars theatrical movies whatsoever. Nothing for Rogue Squadron, nothing for Taika Waititi's Untitled Project, nothing for Kevin Foggy's Untitled Project, no confirmation or denial that we're still giving Ryan I Fuck Everything Up Johnson a trilogy, Uh, nothing theatrical. Um, So there you go. If you're waiting for any updates on those projects, we got zilch. Yeah, and the only thing that saddens me on that front is Rogue Squadron, because I want Rogue Squadron so badly. Everything else I don't care about. Give me, just, give, just give me your series. I'm fine. I'm kind of with you on that. I am curious what Taika Waititi's cooking up, because he the only nugget he gave us is uh, it's completely original. There are no returning legacy characters at all, which right now just sounds like a breath of fresh air. But we'll see. Uh, moving out of Star Wars territory, because believe it or not, Lucasfilm okay. does have more than just Star Wars. I was, what, I was just going to make that? one comment. Okay. If Rogue Squadron doesn't include an Ewok named Yubnub riding chest holster on a Wookiee, I don't want to watch it. Okay. So Jay does not want to see Rogue One or the Rogue Squadron movie. You heard it here first. See, now I want Yubnub to show up as a Jedi in Tales of the Jedi. <laughs> It'll be, uh, what's his name, uh, before he's uh, built his lightsaber. Anyway. Uh, non-Star Wars Lucasfilm oh, stuff. We got wait, a new trailer. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Okay. Hang on, sorry. My bad. Going going back to Tales of the Jedi, there's one more thing I do want to throw in that I am excited for. Okay. Yaddle. Yes. The fact that we're getting Yaddle on screen. Maybe to- some explanation as to where she disappears to. Exactly. The, 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 the rumor, the non-canon head canon fan canon thing is that she dies between episodes one and two. And that comes from a story that was done in the comics prior to Disney taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, that Yaddle was killed between episodes one and two, but presumably super hot steamy love scene with her and Yoda to get the birth of Grogu. I'm assuming. No. No, God, I don't she had to go off to uh, in hiding to have to I have Grogu. I don't. Mm. That. that is one relations thing. we must have. No, God, we've seen how nimble Yoda can be when he's fighting with a lightsaber. Anyway, <laughs> oh, <laughs> moving on. Completely, we're done with Star Wars. No more Star Wars. We're done talking about Star Wars. No, we're not. We're never done talking about Star Wars. Uh, Willow got a badass second trailer. What did you guys think of the Willow trailer? I didn't see it. Okay. Okay, so going into this trailer, I had heard quite a bit that you know a lot of a lot of my friends had talked about. Hey, did you see the Willow trailer? And I hadn't. Mm-hmm. I had heard it was coming. I'd heard about the first trailer and stuff like that. But you know how I am. I don't actually get to watch anything until like months after. Now, I don't get to see trailers until after the the movie's been on Blu-ray for a year and a mm-hmm. half. Um, I didn't realize until I watched the trailer that it was a continuation. I just thought it was a reboot of Willow. I was oh. redoing Willow. And so when I saw the trailer and I found out that it was blah, 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 and it's so many years later, and Willow is a sorcerer, and they're bringing Warwick Davis back, and I'm like, yes, fuck yes, 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 let's do this, I'm on board. And then the very next question that I asked was, um, does it stick with the continuity of the novels? Is that continuity still there? Or are they going to try and incorporate elements of the Shadow War? into this excuse me this series 
they they've mentioned um because the big question is you know well where's mad martigan and the obvious answer is well val kemmer wasn't up to shooting anything um so he's not physically in it but they always mention his presence and, and, and his absence is part of the story that could be part of your answer maybe something happened to him during that stuff um it was also announced very randomly very late that christian slater is in it somewhere yeah um, don't know who he's playing or where he is he's not in the trailer anymore but hey he's in it yeah but i'm not i'm not talking about i'm not talking about uh mad Morgan. i don't care about mad Morgan. i'm talking about the, the shadow war that that happens after willow that you know uh princess Alora grows up to do what she was meant to do this documented in the trilogy of novels that's written by Chris Claremont with story notes from George Lucas. No, nobody? Yeah, nothing, Scott. No one cares about that. Sorry. Oh, my God. There's yeah, an no, it wasn't sequel. in a movie, so we don't care. There's an entire sequel, and just because it's in the printed word and not a damn movie sitting out there, nobody gives a fucking crap's ass, all right? Scott, let, let me tell you what it's really about, okay? Um, I didn't care enough about Willow the movie to go read a trilogy of novels about what happened later. Sorry. What's wrong with you kids today? Never big on Willow as a kid. That being said, this this show, this trailer looks awesome. Uh, I'm super pumped for this show, even though I am not a huge fan of Willow. Um, it, it it looks fun. It looks like a nice, fun adventure romp. Um, and hey, the the picks are back. Uh, you, you got that going for you, Scott? Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's clearly where you know. My focus lies. Let's look. Didn't at the they green... have a trilogy of novels to explain let's, their adventures? Let's look at the green screen, little people. Oh, yeah. we use the volume now. Uh huh. We're so much more advanced. Yeah. Okay. Was... So there you go. Yeah, Scott's not, mad based that... on this whole shadow war. We didn't. We didn't do any of the extended readings. So Scott's upset about that. And the question remains: Did the writers of the show did the extended reading? We'll find out. Exactly. Like my, and, my gut and, says and, probably not. Well, well, I don't know, because so so here's the thing. So originally, you know, I mean, Willow was meant to be a prequel to a to a much greater story. Um, but because of its you know reception and its box office and everything, they never made the trilogy of movies. So using um, George Lucas's story notes for what would have been a trilogy of movies, uh, he he himself, I believe, brought Chris Claremont in to, to write the novels. Um, so that's my big question is that because the novels take place 15 years after the events of Willow. Um, so, and, and they, they basically star the, 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 one of the main characters is a young teenage, um, uh, Elora Donnan. Okay. Isn't that what we're seeing in the show? No, because this is Elora's daughter. Cause, okay. cause you have the line in the trailer where Willow looks at her and says, you remind me a lot of your mother. So the events of this. So my question is, and this is what I'm curious about. Did they take the core elements, you know, just the, the, like, like the core story notes of what would have been the shadow war trilogy of movies, move the main character from Elora to Elora's daughter and just continue from there with just a greater time having passed. Or is this fully post-Shadow War? Is the Shadow War still a thing? Or is this the Shadow War? You see what I'm saying? You got the two possibilities. When I saw that trailer, that was the immediate question that I asked. 
which way are we going with this? And I'm really curious. Well, we will find out uh, next year. I think I have to go back and watch Willow again, but it looks like a good show. I watched the trailer. Anything that gives Warwick Davis work, I will support. So, especially if it's not another God Off a Leprechaun movie. So, there we go. He can um, be Yub Nub, the X Wing. Then, the Lucasfilm thing we have the <laughs> least to talk about because we, having not been at D23, still haven't seen a goddamn thing from it. Indiana Jones 5, because we still don't have a title. Indiana Jones 5, the geriatric years. I think that was four. Indiana Jones 5, welcome to Florida. This is retirement. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, I don't, again, we, we've had one image released, and that was actually released at um, um, San Diego Comic-Con. There was some stuff shown at, at this D23, but it was only for attendees. It has not, to my knowledge, leaked on the internet anywhere. Um, so we don't have really anything to say other than what I know from production stuff. Uh I'm morbidly curious. Um, I know it looks like we're going to be getting some kind of extended flashback sequence at the beginning of the movie with the de-aged Harrison Ford. Um, We'll see how that plays out because Nazis are in it again, even though it's set in the 60s. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um, Harrison Ford says he's very proud of what they did. Um, And I know this is made at least partially because no one is happy with Indy 4. Um, so they 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 wanted to send the character off properly, even though they already did that in Indiana Jones three. But there you go, Indy five is happening. I'm fine with Indy four. We're not getting into that today. We're yeah. already way behind. Fine. Here's, All right. Here's my only comment about it. Okay. The only way I would be really okay with it is if Harrison Ford was playing the same type of character, not the same character but the same idea as what Sean oh. Connery did in. Um, well, they already did that in four. He literally has several of the same lines that Sean Connery has. And some of the yeah. same mannerisms. Yeah. But that's, already, I'm just saying that's the only. They've already done it. I get what you're comment. saying, Jay. The problem with that is no one wants to see Indy pass the hat to anybody else. Nobody it, wants we, to see Indy as an old man still trying exactly. to be I do. So we'd rather sorry. see a younger actor cast and do like a young adventures kind of thing or an Indy the Warriors who's working for the OSS. I'm Those are all stories we'd like to see. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I would have no problems recasting Indy to show him you know during World War Two and such that that I have no problems with that. Um do I necessarily want to see Indiana Jones quote unquote pass the hat, you know, like to Mutt or to some other type of character? Sure, not, Round is back. Not really. <laughs> um, what do you mean, Short Round is back? I'm joking. It's a joke. Okay. Um. Um. But yeah, I don't. I don't really care about seeing, you know. Uh, a new Indiana Jones going forward past Indiana Jones. I'm fine with the character having a lifetime. In fact, as far as I know, his lifetime was established a long time ago for a writer's Bible. There is a strict timeline for Indiana Jones. Like the date of his death has been set uh, by George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. They know what his lifetime is. 
I don't know when that is. I'd have to look up to see if it's ever actually released. I don't know. Um, that being said, if Harrison Ford, when he's 102 years old, wants to play Indiana Jones in a wheelchair, I will fucking watch it. I won't. Okay. Cool. Uh, look, again, lightsaber, I... make him a Jedi so that Jay hates it thoroughly, and I'll watch it. Look, there, there, there are plenty of people who try to take the the mantle of you know adventurer treasure hunter from indie. We've seen you know multiple Laura Croft Tomb Raider abominations, uh, Uncharted. Tried it was it last year, just last year, and that bombed. I finally watched that. It's a very boring movie. So if 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 we've got to have indie to get that old school you know Republic serial adventure kind of thing going, fine. I'm fine with indie carrying on having cool adventures. I think there's definitely still stories to be mined from the character. But at some point we are going to have to get over Indiana Jones is the only, or sorry, Harrison Ford is the only Indiana Jones. <clears throat> Cause first of all, he's already not. Um, yes. Exactly. But I, so I am perfectly fine with this. If this is going to be the swan song for Harrison Ford, uh, you know, to make good on, Hey, we can do better than crystal skull, not saying crystal skull was bad. I know some people like it, but saying, okay, we can still do better than that. We can, we can do, we can do better. Uh, and it looks yeah. like everything's been, they've thrown everything and a couple of kitchen sinks into this movie to make sure it's as good as possibly can be. And to really give Harrison, at least a proper send off. And then yeah. we take some time, five years, eight years with no indie stuff and then bring somebody in and okay, we're going to do, you know, recast and do a younger indie on a standalone adventure kind yeah. of thing. Sort of James Bond ish. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. I'd be fine with that. Um, so yeah, it's not like, Recasting indie um, for different stories is not unprecedented. I love the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Um, uh, you know that only has Harrison Ford in one episode that I'm aware of, and that's only to trigger a flashback to the episode. Yeah. Um, uh, so I got no problems with that. That doesn't bother me. And we know those are canon because Indy Four talks about when he wrote with Pancho Villa. So suck it. Yep, Indy Four does, does in canon. There's already multiple yeah. actors playing the role. Sorry, sorry. Yes, exactly. No, you're right. Um, and, and yeah, I agree. You know, do do I think Crystal Skull is the best Indy movie? No, I I wholeheartedly agree that uh, I love uh, Last Crusade. Um, uh, Temple is my least favorite. Um, uh, and 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 such. So I got no problems with it doing another one to try and send him off on a on a, a higher note than what Indy 4, you know, gave in the box office and stuff and what the popular fandom. I just think I just think it's a it's a it's a crappy bandwagon to hop on the I hate Indy 4. You know, kind of thing. Okay. That that upsets that is a bandwagon just upsets me. Um but uh but but going forward, you know, you talk about other the other um treasure hunting movies and stuff. Uh, I didn't care for the Tomb Raider stuff. I mean, the first one was okay, uh, and, and and things. And and I watched the uh, uh, the, the the one based on the video game that I can't think of. Uncharted. Right Uncharted. Yeah, I watched that movie. Finally, it's got some okay stuff, but the Nathan Fillion short was infinitely better. Um. um Did you I, watch the Tomb Raider reboot? No. See, there we go. No, I didn't. Cause I didn't care. Uh, but yep. I did like I did like the National Treasure movies. We'll I get like, to that later. Like Moving both. on. I, I know we'll get to that, but just saying, 
we'll get to that. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna scatter shot this Marvel stuff because there's a shit ton to get through. Um, I'm gonna lump all the stuff that was talked about but we didn't get to see, uh, and then I'll quit talking and you guys can throw in whatever interjections you have about any of this stuff. So. Fantastic Four. We did not get any casting news. Uh, it does have a release date for 2024, appropriate enough. Uh, we do have a director, Matt Shankman. Uh, I looked him up. The mo- He did some episodes of Game of Thrones, and he did some episodes for WandaVision, uh, the things he's probably most known for. The audience was shown footage from Black Panther 2. We didn't see anything new other than the trailer that debuted at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Ironheart series had footage shown. I think some Ant-Man Quantumania footage was shown. We didn't get to see that. We had to be there to see it. And then Loki season two had some casting news. A um, couple other quick things, because literally Armor Wars is still happening. Uh, Echo is just wrapped shooting. Daredevil Born Again is happening. They aren't even going to start shooting until next year. But for some reason, we spent five minutes talking about it at the panel. Um, there you go. Thoughts on any of that? I literally do not care until it actually becomes relevant. Oh, congratulations. Fantastic four in two years. Good for you. We didn't get anything new. All it is, is Disney just looking in a mirror and jerking off to itself going, Oh, look at us. So that's my, I think Jay misunderstands the point of the expo. How dare they announce timelines and such. Literally what this whole thing is about. (laughs) Hey, here's what's coming. Then I think it's stupid because it's stupid. It's two years down the road. I don't give a shit. They didn't do anything. You have no cast. You have a director. Congratulations. You didn't give us any new footage. Congratulations. You announced a bunch of new shows. All this stuff you can do without having a big expo. I just think it's stupid. I really do. I think the whole thing is stupid. Yeah, it's okay. called mar- it's called marketing. That's not marketing. It's stupid. Oh no, no, this <laughs> most definitely is marketing, sir. Okay, marketing debates aside, uh, Scott, any anything uh, good, bad, indifferent, whatever about any of those projects? Well, I mean, apparently this is common knowledge to everybody but me. Uh, <laughs> I watched some of the highlights of you know what what was uh, available online. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that Namor, the Submariner, is cast for the Wakanda movie, as well as I mean, I knew Ironheart was a project, but apparently she's being introduced in Wakanda, the Wakanda movie, Wakanda Forever. Yep. Um, but the fact that we're getting Prince Prince Namor, the Submariner, mm-hmm. like this opens up a whole new thing for me. Like, first of all. Uh, Namor is is a very, in my opinion, a very complex Marvel character, uh, and such. He's got a very steep history, and he was always really uh, in- integral to the comics that I was reading when I was when I was growing up and stuff. Uh, he was always there, and so when I heard. That they had the casting and the actor was there and, and, and Kevin Feige introduces him as and here is somebody you've never heard of before. Uh bringing your when I say you, I mean me personally, because Kevin Feige was talking straight to me, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Else on that stage. Mm-hmm. Um you know, um you know, for the first time bringing Namor the Submariner to the big to to live action, you know, and stuff. I'm like, wait, 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 Namor's in this? 
So the fact that now we have if we have Chris Evans as Captain I love America, you, Scott. We have now a Namor and we have yes, on screen a Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Like I want the Invaders. It'll be so. I know it's not going to be anytime soon. Even if they get around to it, it'll be phase 13 or something. And and honestly, I I think it may not happen the way you want it simply because um, I know you haven't apparently watched the trailer for Wakanda Forever where they showed you Namor for the first time, but they have majorly altered the backstory of Namor specifically to differentiate him from Aquaman. So a lot of the Namor you know from the comics is going to be altered to fit this story and the MCU that are leaning away from Atlantis and into, I think, Aztec uh, mythology. So this version of Namor may not have that same, um, not immortality, but agelessness. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, But... But I'm with you. An invaders would be cool. And anyone who says, well, that was a throwaway Easter egg from a movie a decade ago. Uh, they're never going to do anything with that. Uh, let me jump right to the next thing. We are getting payoff. Uh, okay. So Captain America four, which is called Captain America, new world order. Um, they announced this in case anyone hasn't heard. They announced this right after Bucky and Falcon, um, that they're making a fourth cap movie with the new cap. Um, we know uh, the guy who's going to be the new Falcon is going to be in it. I don't. I didn't bother to look at names. Assume me. Uh, it has a director who's done really nothing of note. Um, don't mean to shit on him, but nothing I knew. So therefore, it's nothing of note. I'm going by Danny rules here. But <laughs> we are finally getting payoff for a 14 year old Easter egg. Uh, the leader who was teased way back in Incredible Hulk is finally coming back to the MCU. As the uh, one of or the lead villain for Captain America New World Order. So anyone who says to Scott that that uh, original Human Torch android thing is a throwaway Easter egg that's never going to get payoff. uh, Sorry, Tim Blake Nelson's finally coming back as the leader. Nothing is a throwaway. Yep. Um, And uh, as much as as much as the MCU has done to make me like characters that I don't like in the comics. Mm hmm. Uh, specifically the Falcon, uh, a little bit uh, the Scarlet Witch. Um, uh, this this movie is mistitled. This movie should be Captain America Four. Uh, who that? That's not Cap. There was an entire show to handle a transition from Steve not to Cap. Sam. Not Cap. He is literally Uncle Sam. The new it's Captain fine. America. It's fine. Get on board. Dress him in red, white, and blue, and call him Uncle Sam. Cool. Go for it. Yeah. Man. No, I I'll, won't. I'll call him Captain America, which is his I'll new wait. title, because Captain America is a title, not a yeah. person. Uh-huh. Sure. Because this uh, works so well in the comics, passing that title to new characters. Yeah. Oh, wait. Bucky no. was an awesome Cap. Yeah. Then uh, we got cool, back. deranged Cap from the fifties. Yeah. So then yeah, became the a Steve, bad guy. Yeah. Then yeah, Steve came back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Steve uh, came back. Yep. And then Steve came back. Yep. And then Steve came back. Yep. Well, yeah, that's comics. It always goes back to the original. That's fine. And I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not even one. ruling out in the MCU. Steve won't come back at some point. There's so much multiverse shit. It'll probably happen sooner than it should. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there can only be one Steve. Okay. You know what? Yes, there can only be one Steve, but there can be multiple caps. 
uh, right now I'm just curious how long we can keep the dock at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got, and this is what I'm most excited about for this Captain oh, America. Oh, movie. you don't want to? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Jay? Sorry. Nope. <laughs> okay. I have nothing to add to this conversation. Jay, Jay, don't be mad. Come on, come on, Jay. Come back to us. No, the the joke has passed. It's no longer funny. Bring it back in. Group hugs. Assuming his joke was funny to begin with. Oh, ouch. Ouch. It was. It was funny. Give us your joke. No, it's too late now. Okay. No, no. You ruined the fun. There's zero fun now. Okay. Um, the character Isaiah Bradley, who we first met in the MCU in uh, Falcon and Bucky, is coming back for this movie, and that makes me excited because that was one story thread I really wanted to see more of. Uh, is is the the Cap before Steve Cap uh, Isaiah Bradley? Yeah, yeah, that would that would be uh, that would be that would be good. I was I was kind of hoping for a little bit of a payoff with him in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier that we didn't. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that we introduced the character and he's not just a one-off for that series that we're bringing him back for this is interesting. Um, how his story ties into all this, I don't know. Um, but I'm curious to see where it's going. So, um, Yeah, that was some stuff actually announced. And that uh, that was some kind of like, whoa, really? Uh, we didn't just forget about that. I like it. Jay, anything about uh, Captain America 4? Nope. Okay. Jay, I know you're excited about this next one. The Marvels. Yeah? Don't care. Yeah, oh, okay. Scott, The Marvels? The, huh? The Marvels, I, in my research, I haven't even heard the title, The Marvels. <laughs> Formerly known as Captain Marvel 2. <laughs> it's now The Marvels. Uh, it will feature three versions of the characters. So it's, we're going to have Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel. Um, Kamala Khan from the Ms. Marvel show and then Monica Rambeau who we saw get powers in WandaVision will all be in this movie so the three MCU incarnations of Ms. Marvel why has nobody done a um, Ms. Marvel uh, like uh, parody intro from um, uh, Charlie's Angels with the voiceover narration that, that, that you know Talks about the angels. Maybe it's this movie, Scott. And stuff, you know. I mean, I I just kind of want all three of them, like you know, back to back with their hands like guns now. Mm-hmm. With Nick Fury as uh, as well, Charlie as, Fury's as, angels. As yeah, with Fury's angels. Yes, I want I want Fury's angels. But now I want to know who, who's Bosley. Um, Brody. Brody. No. Yeah, from the from, from the way he's busy fighting the armor wars. Well, he's got some other stuff to deal with before that. So, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what other character we... Uh, oh, it'll be uh, uh, um, the good guy Skrull from uh, Ms. Captain Marvel. I can't think of his name now. Uh, ben uh, uh, Mendelsohn. Or the FBI agent that learned sleight of hand from... Uh, oh, yeah. Jim Helper. Yeah. Jim Helper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. He, he, I think he would make a good boss. There you go. That's a good boss. I'd watch that movie. You know what, Scott? I'm more excited for that than this actual movie, probably. <laughs> Um, I loved Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, in the show. Uh, I thought they cast the character wonderfully. She's a character I want to see more of. I love the fact that we have just a, a fangirl in the universe. That's going to be fun to play with. The uh, Carol Danvers, they have got a lot of work to do uh, on because she, she did not go over well 
uh, and we've got to show some kind of personality. So hopefully pairing her with Kamala and making her Kamala's hero will some of that goodwill uh, that Kamala has will kind of rub off of that. And then Monica Rambeau, I'm curious about, but again, we didn't really get much of her personality. She was a very dour character in um, WandaVision. Not that she's a bad character, but she, she had kind of some, some serious stuff, and this feels like a much less serious movie. So we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I haven't finished uh, Miss Marvel yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm up to the last episode. It's uh, good. Because as much as I like kind of uh, the change in her power set a little bit, because mm-hmm. she doesn't quite feel in, in the in the TV show, she doesn't quite feel like just a, a Mr. Fantastic clone, you know? She's got a bit something else to her. Right. Uh, I really dislike it. I was a bit turned off by the whole um, misunderstood teen overbearing parents, like, you know, the Peter Parker stuff. That was awesome. The, the Peter Parker archetype. I, I was, I, I'm just, so, I'm so done with it. I'm just, I don't, I loved it. Cause we have yet to get it in the MCU, even in Spider-Man's own movies. That's fine. And we don't need it in Spider-Man's own movies. Everybody's seen it 18,000 times over the course of like 18,000 movies. I don't need it yet again. I don't want my superhero hampered by parents. I, I don't. I just don't. Okay. Well, I, I, then maybe you like this movie where she's teleported away from her parents. Exactly. I just I'll just say this: be able to be a superhero. Finish watching it, then Scott, because there's some big stuff in the last episode. Yeah, and I will. I just haven't got to it yet. I've been I've been focusing on some more important things I need to get through first, like a rewatch of Barney Miller. Um, wow. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire Hootie's last couple then. Um, so, um, Secret Invasion got a trailer. I'm still confused as to why this is a um, streaming series and not the next big Avengers thing. Uh, it will deal with the Skrulls having invaded Earth. It will bring Nick Fury or Nick Fury back into the fold. Um, did you watch the trailer, anybody? I did. I did. It was kind of a boring trailer. It was. So here's here's part of the problem that I have with this trailer is it reminds me of there was a very short lived and there's been a couple of them actually over the years. There's been some short lived Nick Fury titles over the years, mm-hmm. um, you know, where Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like the, 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 the primary character and such. And they never last and the reason they never last is Nick Fury is not meant to be the primary character of anything Agreed. Uh, he's a supporting character and a facilitating character for the, the, the other other like superheroes and stuff so when you shift the focus to Nick Fury and you're trying to do kind of the the whole super spy thing and everything where he, it's, it's him alone against the world and blah 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 it's like, oh, that's cool for an issue or two, and then it quickly grows boring. And that's why I thought this would work better as a movie um, instead of a series, but we'll see how far they can stretch it out. Yeah. Um, no. Still don't really know much about it. I mean, Rhodey's going to be in it for some reason, um, which I guess they wanted to do this before they do Armor Wars, so... I don't know. We'll see. I just thought the whole playing with who's the scroll, who's real thing would make for a better movie than a series. But what do I know? I'm not Kevin Feige. Um, we'll then jump to Werewolf by Night. 
which feels very niche, uh, but I'm excited for it. it. It's, you know, they, they called Doctor Strange the first Marvel horror movie, but I think this is going to be the first actual like horror thing from the MCU. So Scott's not excited. Well, so I've got a, I've got an interesting thing here. So a, a good friend of ours, uh, James, uh, mm-hmm. who's an artist, and uh, you know it's it's uh, 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 Jay Hammond Art. You can find him on Instagram and stuff. He does really good stuff. But um, um, he so he texted me about this after it premiered. He's like, "Did you see the Werewolf by Night trailer?" And I'm like, considering I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, it had my boy in it and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, Swamp Thing? And he's like, no, Man <laughs> Thing. Close. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought you liked Swamp Thing. I've never talked about Swamp Thing. It's like, excuse me, sir, you talked about Swamp Thing all the damn time. You're, 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 you know, in, uh, obsessant over Swamp Thing. No, it's always been Man-Thing. And I'm like, excuse me, first of all, Man-Thing is, well, it's a human. That's what a Man-Thing is. The Man-Thing. It's a human. I don't understand the whole point of Man-Thing. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, and so you, you, know, you made mention of this, and so I watched the trailer right before the episode, and I have no idea what I watched. <laughs> like, at all. Like, like if, if I were going to watch this, like, I, I get what they're going for. They're going for that old school Universal Monster 1940s, 1950s, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. sensationalized trailer that doesn't actually tell you anything. You're just like, nope. I've got to go see that to find out what they're talking about. Yep. And that to me, that's just that, that here's I, what I got. There's a bunch of monster hunters brought together for one night for something, and amongst them is a werewolf, which I love right there because it's an entire movie about people playing werewolf for real. <laughs> uh, we know I, I know from other stuff, not the trailer, that uh, Elsa Bloodstone will be one of the primary characters, and she's a, a badass female monster hunter. We're getting, obviously, the Werewolf by Night character. Uh, this is the book that actually, I think, launched Moon Knight originally. <clears throat> he was a backup character in that. Uh, and Man-Thing's there, so maybe we'll be getting multiple MCU monsters. I just love the fact that, because, again, Marvel is such a vast universe in the comics, and one of the things we really haven't done much of, or any of, in the MCU is the monster horror side of it. So even if we only get like one special every October, every couple of years, I love that we're doing something with that. Uh, maybe someday we're down the line, we'll finally see Fing Fang Foom on screen. I don't know. But um, I'm excited for it. I'm like Scott. Like, I really don't know what's going on or what's happening, but they got, as soon as they had that like old school 40s universal horror trailer, they've got my money. So, yeah. That was an easy get. Sorry. Jay, did you want? Okay. No, Jay, say, Jay, you yeah. there? Jay, yeah, what's up? Anything to say about Werewolf by Night? It looks dumb. <laughs> okay. Jay, apparently not a fan of the '40s Universal Horror era of movie uh, movie monsters. No, I'm just not a fan of the ten gajillion things that Marvel through Disney puts out every year. 
10 gajillion. Okay. Forces you to watch in order to understand anything that's going on. And then heaven forbid you don't watch it because then you're way behind. Okay. We're always about dissenting opinions. Not real thrilled about the next 10 gajillion things Marvel's putting out. When I Damn it, Marvel, them. stop interconnecting stuff. the last 10 gajillion things that came yeah. out. So. Well, Jay, I've, I still, I've haven't, only seen, got... yeah, I still okay. haven't seen the newest Spider-Man or the next Doctor, Doctor Strange movie, Thor Love and Thunder. I didn't watch Miss Marvel. I Literally, but, the last Marvel thing I watched was like Moon Knight. Yeah, they're, they're all on Disney+. Plus. Well, Spider-Man's not, but... Um, so one last gajillion Marvel thing, Jay. Uh, we finally got, so it had been long rumored and then finally announced at, uh, San Diego Comic-Con that we are in fact getting a Thunderbolts movie. Um, the, the, um, Val character played by, um, wow. Elaine, who has a real name that escapes me right now. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Uh, she's not just there for funsies. She is, in fact, recruiting a group uh, to put together the Thunderbolts. And we finally got actual announcements. So Jay maybe might be excited. Uh, fans immediately were speculating, okay, well, who will be on the Thunderbolts team? And we went through you know, past incarnations of the group from the comics and who's active in the MCU and who we've not seen for a while. There was lots of speculation as to who it can be. Well, at the D23 Expo, we got confirmation of I don't think it's the whole team, but I think it's the main roster. Um, so obviously, uh, Val, uh, aka Madam Hydra, aka Elaine, aka Julia Louis Dreyfus, will be there serving as I'm assuming kind of a Nick Fury role. But the actual Thunderbolts team will consist of Ghost, who we haven't seen since I uh, Ant Man Two. Yeah. It was the, the Yelena. Uh, not a big surprise there. The, the Black Widow's younger sister, who hasn't officially, but looks like she's about to take over the mantle of uh, the Black Widow, joining her her sort of adopted father, Red Guardian, a.k.a. the Doc in the MCU. <laughs> I'm not crazy about the new suit they gave him, but he's going to be back, so I'm happy. Um, then we got... Uh, I'm really not excited about this because I think they butchered the character, but we have Taskmaster from Black Widow, um, played by Olga, I forget her last name. Uh, hopefully they'll redeem the character because she was very boring uh, in, in, in Black Widow. And then uh, the big kind of, uh, oh, didn't see that coming character, Bucky, uh, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier. Well, it, it's obvious going into this that Bucky is, 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 is taking on the Hawkeye role from Thunderbolts. Um, uh, I'm fine with everybody else, especially Red Guardian. Oh, and then also David Arbor. Well, I don't even know who the Thunderbolts are, so... Oh, God. Jay, Jay. Thunder... Jay. Okay. When, when, when did you stop reading comics? I'm just curious. I'm not sure you started. ever started. You never read... Okay, no wonder you don't know the Thunderbolts. Um. Anyway, so originally the Thunderbolts started, uh, they were brought together by Baron Zemo. And, like, their first story, they were all villains who were posing as new heroes. So when Thunderbolts started, they were all quote-unquote new heroes. Uh, And it wasn't until like issue three or four that we started to find out that they were actually villains in disguise. Um, 
And of course, now the Thunderbolts are synonymous with this whole reformed villain kind of a thing, because once Baron Zemo's initial storyline finished up and Baron Zemo was ousted, Hawkeye had taken over, you know, uh, running the team because he was generally, uh, genuinely trying to uh, reform the, the villains into heroes. And they've had other stories since then. They've had other incarnations since then. Hawkeye was in prison for a while. There was a whole thing and stuff and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, they're going to condense this, right? Obviously. But the fact that we have Baron Zemo, the fact that the the team is being put together by Madam Hydra and not Baron Zemo, like, is, is interesting. Um, well, and again, I feel like Marvel hasn't tipped its full hand because <clears throat> that was one of the things a lot, a lot of people thought Abomination would be on the team and he's not. Everyone had Zemo pegged because we just got Zemo back in the yeah. Falcon and Bucky show. Um, so I feel like that's why I said that's the lineup we have for now, because I feel like there's more people we don't know about. Yes, it almost feels like the lineup that's been announced is the final lineup, like after the story arc is done. OK. You know, like this is this is going to be the Thunderbolts. How we get from where we are to there is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other big story is which ties in is is so it's again the Thunderbolts are and I hate making this comparison, but everyone does it. It's sort of the Suicide Squad for Marvel. It's it's villains trying to do good um, without bombs in their head. But so that being said. What task, what mission are they being put together for? What is the threat that's going to bring them together? Even if they are butting heads throughout most of it, and maybe they're not all working together the entire time, we know by the end of it, we'll get kind of an Avengers-esque moment, which is why I think it's interesting Thunderbolts is going to be the end of the current phase, because we normally end each phase on an Avengers thing, but now we're ending it on a Thunderbolts thing. Uh, So what's going to unite them together? And, And that's fun to play with. I also feel like they're probably um, uh, combining this a bit with source material from Dark Avengers. Yep. So, yeah. So we have to look at Dark Avengers storylines as well. Um, In addition to, I I don't, so I I think we're going to have a little bit of Thunderbolts, Dark Avengers, and and there's going to be a secret invasion thread in there as well like they're all going to kind of tie together a little bit um as far as uh the storyline they're adapting i i don't know well and it also again think of the state of the mcu at this point in time and granted yeah there's some movies coming down the projects coming down the road we don't know the exact state but we do know there are currently no avengers like the, the team doesn't exist anymore there are there are no avengers so given that we've seen in Bucky and Falcon, the U.S. government introduce a new Captain America. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the Thunderbolts will be introduced as here's your new, not necessarily the exact title, but here's your new supergroup. Here's the new Avengers. It's the Thunderbolts. And yeah. then we'll see that all fall apart uh, because we know there's actual Avengers movies coming well, in the next couple phases. Well, if you look at that graphic of the timeline of Phase 5, Thunderbolts mm-hmm. is the last in line. And that's August of 2024 is when when we're getting that. And that's, you know, after, you know, uh, Captain America, New World Order, uh, uh, Agatha, 
Covenant of Chaos, Daredevil Born Again, Ironheart, Blade, you know, so uh but but it's all kicked off with um uh Ant Man and Wasp and Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like the seeds planted in, in Quantumania and Invasion are gonna get paid off in Thunderbolts. Um so and I think we're going to be kicking the can. I think Quantum Mania is really going to be to set up um, Kang more uh, to to flesh him out because we know Kang will eventually be sort of our big bad. Yeah. Um, but I don't think we'll see any real full payoff until we get to because yeah. uh, Phase Six begins and ends with Avengers movies. Yes, yes, we're we're basically Phase Five is going to be Sans Avengers and it's all setting up new Avengers going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Thunderbolts, I think, is going to be uh, uh, paying off the seeds of Secret Invasion. That I can see. You know, um, I think we're going to end Thunderbolts with the spaceship on the football field and Deadpool. Spaceship in Central Park is what I'm waiting for. And don't get my hopes up, Scott. Because <laughs> I've been waiting to see that scene in a film since I read it in Secret Invasion number was it one or no, two? No. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, uh, two, in the comics. Yeah. Um, Such yeah, a great moment. We're going to get Thunderbolts. We're going to culminate with full on, you know, um, I thought it was a football field, but you're right. It was, uh, it was, I thought, I thought it was, spaceship. Yeah. yeah, Central Park spaceship with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Or, and I'm still, um, I'd still love this cameo. It's Chris Evans and he walks up and everyone goes, <gasps> and then he looks at camera and goes, flame on. I'm still all about that cameo. Uh, that's never happened. <laughs> Might be a little weird considering we're throwing in a new Fantastic Four, but I would love to see that cameo just to troll all the uh, MCU fans. Who think it's Cap, but really, nope, it's Human Torch. And then reveal he's an Android. Anyway, okay, so. <laughs> huh. That's the 11 gajillion things that were sort of announced and talked about from Marvel. Um, so I am going to super shotgun through the Disney category. Um, we got a trailer for Disenchanted, the sequel to Enchanted. Scott, it's a Disney musical. What do you think? I, I didn't get to anything outside of Star Wars and, and okay. Marvel, with, with a couple of exceptions. Literally, like, two. Sorry. Okay. The Disney Jay, stuff, any, I have no idea. Any thoughts on Disenchanted, Jay? Never saw Enchanted, so I wouldn't know. All right, so me and Jay are on the same page. All right, moving on. Because uh, we everyone loves live-action remakes of Disney cartoons from the 90s. Jay, Little Mermaid's getting a live-action movie. Are you hyped? Uh, no, but I think the most interesting thing, because I am on the Tiki Talks, the the big deal right now is people's reaction to the fact that Ariel is black. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not that like, there's a lot of people who are like, Oh my God, how could they do that? But there's also a lot of people who are really behind it. I, I, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not going to go see it because I prefer my Disney animated, not live action. So I don't, it doesn't, really affect me either way um but good on disney for diversifying i guess i'll even say this way it's a mermaid 
where is it written she has to be caucasian it's a underwater yeah. half fish yeah. lady so who it fucking cares really, yeah it yeah. doesn't it shouldn't affect people the only thing that affects me is that they're remaking all these great classic animated ones into and not live action and i don't care because they're not adding anything new action. to it yeah well yeah. yeah you're not supposed to care that's not the point that that's not why all of these animated classics are getting reimagined as live action. They're doing it to port it to a new medium to reset copyright laws. That, this that's is all not, copyright shit. It's not quite how that works. Eh. That's why that's why they re-release the originals in theaters. But doing a remake of your thing doesn't then say you still that it doesn't further your copyright on the original. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, I just they're I, doing it I, because they're trying to cash in on millennial money. I don't that care too. about that. I mean, yeah, it's not wrong. I don't. Sorry. Yeah, I think the only thing that matters with the casting of Ariel is can she, can she sing? Um, and is she looking as a redhead? That's it. So, uh, Moving on. The, the thing I know Scott is thrilled for. He's been waiting decades to see Scott. You got a brand new trailer for Hocus Pocus 2. How excited are you? I've never seen Hocus Pocus. And I don't see why we have to rehash the original tropes of the first movie just to make a second movie, just to cash in on people who love the first movie for some ungodly reason uh, other than nostalgia. I saw it when I was a kid. I'm going to watch the same thing again as an adult, but it's two, so I love it. Um, Uh, What's funny about that is they're not even putting it in theaters to make money off of it. It's going right to Disney Plus. Wow. Yeah. I have one funny comment. This is go for it, Jay. Probably this is probably the most clever thing that they're gonna do with Hocus Pocus too. Okay. In the original one, the uh-huh. I don't even remember the sisters' names, but the first sister flies off on a traditional broom. Mm-hmm. The second sister flies off on a mop. Mm-hmm. And the third sister flies off on a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the new released, I think Hocus Pocus two, like silhouette picture. The first sister is on a broom. The second sister's on a Swiffer. Like a, like a jet, like a wet yeah. jet Swiffer Swiffer. Yeah, yeah, a modern day mom, yeah. And then the third sister is flying on two uh, Roombas. It's a hoverboard. And no, you no, call it exactly, Jay, because it's in the trailer. <laughs> yep. It's, I'm pretty sure it's two Roombas, isn't it? You, you, you 1,000. No, it's one of those stupid little hoverboard things that lights up. Oh, you you 1,000%. You 1,000% called it, Jay. I, I swear to God, I thought it was... I saw that somewhere, that they said that they're, they're Roombas. You don't even have to watch the trailer, Jay. You just wrote it. <laughs> you just described it perfectly. I, it's uh, it's uh, Focus 2. I'm sure people will be excited. Yep. I know Whitney it. is. I'm glad she's <laughs> not here to hear me crap on it. Um, okay. Um... <clears throat> the triumphant return of Tim Allen in The Santa Clauses. Or as I like to call it, Tim Allen needs a paycheck. Mm-hmm. I I won't lie, though, I did laugh at the trailer. I watched that trailer, actually. because I, I showed it to Winnie just because of the cameo in it, yeah. And and I, I did love Peyton Manning in it. Ho, ho, Omaha! See what I did there? Audible. And like, Tom, he's a brain yeah. he could sing. That was kind of funny. But. I, I I made Whitney sit down. I was like, you got to watch this. She goes, I don't care about Santa Claus or Tim Allen. I'm like, Whitney, just watch this. And she's like, oh. oh. 
And then he, Brady shows up because what? And she Peyton laughed Manning her ass off. Yeah, Peyton Manning, whatever. Yeah. The football dude. Yeah. Yeah, the sports ball guy showed up and she got excited. Um, so, yeah, that's about as excited as I am to watch Tim Allen play Santa again. But I'm sure my mom and my sister will make me watch it on Christmas Eve. So, yay. Can't you just watch the first one again and call it good? I, yeah, I would think so, but they like to watch the whole freaking trilogy. Uh, okay, the thing I'm super pumped about, Percy Jackson and the Olympians got a very short teaser because uh, this show is still being filmed. Um, but it's already a thousand times better than the two movies that were made because it's actually book accurate. I'm probably the only person here who's read the Percy Jackson books, but I love them, and this show looks awesome. Anybody else? See, I'm not going to say anything because I already got the disparaging comment earlier that I was upset because other people didn't care about books from the Willow shit and didn't do the extended reading. So, you know what? Fuck the books, all right? Screw it. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. Slightly slightly different, but okay. Shit all over my books, I'll shit all over yours. I I just said I didn't care about the book sequels written when we're making a sequel to something decades later. This is actually we're we're, we're starting over and doing a proper adaptation. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Books. Books, books. Yeah, books. books. Okay. The entire point of this thing, it's not a movie. If it's just a book, fuck it. You're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, let me rephrase. So, uh, those dumb books that nobody read got turned into even shittier movies, but they're going to make them a TV show now, and the TV show looks like it might be good, so I care now? Yep. That Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I broke the yep. formula. I got it. Yep, yep, pretty okay. much. Yep. Uh, okay, so I'll bring you... Really? Okay. Right. giving you both a copy of Percy Jackson for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Scott, then the thing I told you to put a pin in for later. Yep. For some reason, we're getting a National Treasure series I, I'm fine without with. Nicolas Cage. I'm fine with. I got no problems with this. I watched this, the, the trailer, the fact that we're getting Harvey Keitel coming back. Uh, I assume, I don't think there's anything in the trailer that confirms it, but I assume reprising his role from the first National Treasure because I like both National Treasure movies. Um, I don't know if there's anything in the trailer. I, I only watched it once. I don't know if there's anything in the trailer that confirms 100% that the main character is Nicolas Cage's kid. Why it wouldn't be, I don't know. Uh, because it just, it, it's just the way it is. But. I've always loved National Treasure. I like the the, the, the the treasure hunt, following clues, you know, trying to bend weird historical quasi-facts into, into this conspiracy theory. I'm fine with. It doesn't bother me. Uh, the fact that we get, uh, uh, what's his name from the movies, uh, is at least making a cameo, you know, uh, and such. I'm fine with this. Uh, I'm completely jiggy with it. I'm looking forward to it. I'd like to see it. Give it to me. Yeah, let's do it. No. Okay. The first one, the first one was decent. The second one was meh. And I don't know how they're going to stretch an entire series out of that idea. Really? Really? Almost 300 years of history and yeah, really <laughs> and stuff, and you 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 can't make a season out of it. Okay. Yes, I, I don't know. I 
Yeah. That's because you're a math teacher, not a history teacher. Go talk to your history teachers. You know, get, go audit their classes. Can you audit middle school classes? No. Uh, only if your, hat, your dad owns a hotel chain. <laughs> I didn't care for the second one because it had a lot of my least favorite sequel tropes. Um, I don't really remember much about it at all. Uh, but when I heard this was a project happening, I was like, okay, that could be cool. We've been talking about doing the third movie for a while. Cool. And then I heard it was a series. I'm like, okay, I can see stretching this out for multiple episodes. Cause it's, you know, it's kind of a mystery thing, treasure hunt thing. Cool. And then as soon as I heard no Nicolas Cage, I don't care anymore. Cause for me, part of the fun was watching Nicolas Cage be Nicolas Cage, uh, and play, you know, a treasure hunter kind of thing. Uh, I'm with you, Scott, the, the premise can work. That it's, you know, treasure hunting that you know, and the treasures have some kind of connection to like American history. You can carry that forward. But flat out, this trailer looked boring to me. Like there was nothing in this trailer that got me excited to watch. So yeah, maybe I, I'm I, wrong. Maybe it's just a bad trailer. Because sure that can that, happen. I'm sure that there's a select group of people that will watch this streaming series. Mm-hmm. And that's good, you know, and they'll enjoy it and good for them. I am not one of those people. Um, I don't feel the need for more national treasure in my life. I think two movies covered it, and I'm good. Yes. Two two movies covered the length and breadth of American history. Well, yeah, it doesn't cover all of American history, no, but like, I'm just not that excited about it. I mean, I'm I'm fine with it going forward. I just I like the genre because I like the librarian movies and I like the librarian series. So this is gonna scratch that itch for me. Yeah, like I said, it's okay. it's it's for a select group of people of which I am not part. Fair um, enough. Once again, math teachers around the world will hate this series. <laughs> <laughs> not all of them i'm sure that there are some math teachers out there i mean i enjoy history i do i enjoy american history but like i guess i don't enjoy it when you combine clues and like searching for treasure with american history i just prefer my american history like straight up like you prefer your bourbon straight up nice jay and then on the side of the truck. But that's all, that's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're not going to top that. <laughs> so, uh, that is all the crap from D23 Expo covering the movies panel. So, join us next week for the Disney Parks panel. No, I'm joking. No. I'm joking. I'm joking. Because absolutely nothing was announced during the Parks panel. So, don't worry. Uh, if, if Jay was disappointed in all the things uh, from this panel, man, the Parks panel was nothing. Uh, and, and talk about no dates for anything. But uh, that has been our thoughts on all the upcoming stuff from Disney, be it Lucasfilm, Marvel, uh, or D23, uh, or, or Disney in general, sorry. Um, what we're excited about, what no one cares about, <laughs> and uh we little uh what, what we're kind of lukewarm on but could maybe be brought around on so with that uh thank you for sticking with us this long 
And let us know what from D23 are you excited about? Uh, do you think we pigeonholed something and we should take a second look at it? Or uh, are you with us on our, our thoughts? But uh, until next time, this has been your weekly Nerd Alert.